Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing? Episode number 279, Drink It To Your Podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell is your Sunday going? Uh, happy Memorial Day weekend, everybody. Uh, I know I effed up my diet. <laughs> uh, Friday, you know, there's a little cookout at the office. Cookies, chips, bread. Uh, all, all the all the good shit you could want, all the carb loading you could want, in one place, at one time. Oh man, I drink a cherry Pepsi. That's the thing about it, man. It, it, it works the same for a beer too. If you haven't had a, a cherry Pepsi in a month or a, a fucking Modelo, when you finally and I, I'm not saying this to be a a frat boy douche, but once it hits your lips. It does taste so good. I mean, it burns. Why do we like it so much if it burns so bad? Um, but it was delicious. I stuffed my face. Uh, I could definitely tell a difference in my energy level. Uh, as soon as I downed my burger and my brat, I uh, yeah, I got a little bit of the sleepies there. It works sitting at my desk. I'm just <laughs> like, a, what did Bill Burr say? Like a baby trying to hold his head up, trying to stay awake. I just kept, oh man. It's weird how if you diet, you know, like your body starts to grow accustomed to what you're doing. You know, you have energy. You have all the energy. You're feeling good. You're like, oh, low carbs, nothing. No problem. It's easy. I can do this. You know, have my cheat day once a week. I argued with someone about a cheat day, too. Um, he quickly let me know <laughs> that I am not the rock. And I looked at it and I said, I know I'm not the rock. What does that have to do with a cheat day? Because what you see on, you know, on Insta, I know what he's referring to. You check out the rock on Instagram. He's fucking eating like three stacks of 12 pancakes of fucking pizza by himself. Three burger, you know, like he's going to fucking town. That's not, that's not what I said. I didn't say I could eat 10,000 calories a day. You just got to shock your body. You know, that's all I was saying. Uh, I know I don't look like The Rock. I, I know. <laughs> I don't work out hard enough to look like The Rock, okay? It's it's on me. I get it. Um, But yeah, yeah, the reason you do that, which is what I told him, the reason you, you change it up and you give yourself a cheat day, he, he called it, you know, that I was quitting. <laughs> that's just an excuse to break your diet. And it's like, well, no, dude, like, your body adapts no matter what. No matter what, you, if you fucking live out in the, the snowy mountains, your body's going to grow some extra hair that you didn't have before. To, you know, I, that's just what it does. You know, uh, if you if you eat a plant-based diet, your body adjusts. You might drop a couple of pounds at first and be like, oh, this is a miracle diet. I'm doing this for the rest of my life. I love animals. You know, and I'm not saying it doesn't work. It's just, you know, even to that, you plateau on the weight loss. You know, your body adapts. So, okay, this fucker's only giving me vegetables and fruit. All right. You know, first couple of weeks, you start dropping the pounds. And then after that, it's, it's just hard. It's just hard to keep going because, like I said, your body adjusts. You know, to anything you do. So anyways, that's the reason you carb cycle. That's the reason you do have a cheat day. 
Um, and that's the thing they say about these diets anyway. That's that's why they don't last is because you don't give yourself a break. You don't ever take your foot off the pedal and then it's like, you know, three weeks into low carb, you can't, you can't even blink. <laughs> Which that only makes me laugh because the one time years ago I went extreme low carb. Like, dude, I was getting less than like 20 a day and I was counting, weighing out my food. You know, all that. I was going hard fucking core. Uh, I, did, <laughs> I did it so hardcore that my eyes every fucking morning were like sandpaper. <laughs> it's like my body didn't, it couldn't hold the the fluids in, you know? Uh, so it's like I got these scratchy ass. I mean, I'm looking good. I'm in shape, but I can't see you. Where did you go? My eyes aren't working right. Uh, anyways, I hadn't even mentioned what I'm drinking. Uh, I got a little vodka today, everybody. Yay for me. Hooray me. Uh, I got a little vodka, a little soda water, a little little squeeze of lime. Actually, it wasn't a squeeze of lime. It was just came out of the bottle where they squeeze all the limes in there for you and make it convenient. Um, so that's what I got. If you got them, drink them. Bottoms up. Cheers, everybody. It is a little warm outside today, too, so we will quickly get the... the, the heat sweats going the beer sweats the booze sweats doesn't that sound fun everybody hey come sit with me in my studio and sweat your ass off while we get <laughs> while we get drunk hey i guess the cool thing about it would be that that's a new theme right there i just figured it out you fucking you get a guest on you know i mean the the hot ones guy we have similar opinions you know we have similar a similar outlook on our show. That's what I love about that show. It's like you get a, a guest on and they eat the first couple of wings and they're like, oh, okay, this isn't bad. And then once you get them to the spicy wing, they can't think about anything else and they're still being an asked questions. So it's like you have no, It's it's got to be all truthful answers. You know, it's got to be all truthful because you're not even thinking about the questions anymore. You're just thinking about, I need some milk or how fucking spicy this way. It's the same thing as drink until you podcast. That's the original idea. And you should see it too. I talk about this all the time. When people ask me about the podcast and pass, oh, how's the podcast going? And, you know, when'd you have a guest on last? And da -da -da, who was it? Blah, blah. You know, it's funny to see because I used to do a lot more editing. I guess I used to say um a lot more between everything. But anyway. Uh, I used to do a lot more editing, and it, it's funny to see like the the wave file. It's like when I would have people on, it would be real small when we started, and by the end of it, it's like peaking. It's like maxed out because uh, by then you're in a drink or two, maybe even three. You've let your guard down, you know. <laughs> We're being goofy. We're fucking being loud, talking about stupid shit. I mean, that's that's the same idea. So that's why I love that show. Same concept that he just does it with hot wings. You don't have to fucking, you know, eat a bunch of bread and take a nap after his show. <laughs> you can just move on with your day once your nose starts dry. You come on my show, uh, yeah, we're going to get fucking hammered. And that's, we're going to get the booze sweats. Doesn't that sound fun, everybody? I was just thinking, though, that would be a cool new approach to having a guest on. You got to come to the studio. 
we have our drink. We, we you know, drinks. The only podcast that lasts until the last drop. Uh, you know, we get fucking, we're having a good time. And, but it's hot. We also got the booze sweats. And then when the episode's over, we go jump in the pool. Pool party. It's become a pool party. How about that? I don't know. That's, I probably have to get people to sign something. That <laughs> sounds dangerous. Well, I had, Your Honor, I had a guest on the podcast and he passed out in my car. I don't know what happened to him. Well, what were you doing with him? Why, would, why did he pass out? Were you drinking with him? Were you encouraging him to drink? Uh, maybe just a little. I mean, just a little. But we're all adults here. We all make our own choices, right? Anyways, let's take another drink. I'm thirsty. It is getting hot, too. I've already got the booze sweats. There's barely any booze in my system. I think that's just the sweats. <laughs> uh, anyways, bottoms up. Uh, anyway, we got some, uh, some NHL news for you guys. I'm sure after last week, you were all expecting me to come on here boo-hooing. My team got swept. I mean, I was prepared to. <laughs> I was definitely prepared to. Uh, because that's how it was looking. So before we get to my stars... Let's go to the Florida Panthers. Uh, already swept. Carolina shows what I know. My heart got what it wanted. My head is stupid. Uh, it was a head-heart decision. My heart wanted Florida. My head said, no, nah, wait a minute, buddy. Carolina's been at this for a while. They're not just going to bend over and take one. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I said it that way. Uh, and they did. Carolina fucking got swept after all the years. They, I, I just how frustrating is that, dude? How frustrating! It, like I'm, I'm glad Carolina isn't my first team because they're at the point you, you get to, like San Jose. You just got to blow up the team. Like you don't know what the problem in it is anymore. We have star players, solid goalie, solid coaching. Make it to the playoffs, make it deep to the playoffs, and then we just shit the bed. I, I, that's so frustrating. I'm frustrated for them. I'm really frustrated for them because it's like, once you have all the pieces in place and you still can't win the fucking thing, what, there's nothing left to do. Like, How do you fix the problem if you don't know what the problem is anymore, you know? Um, so, yes, my heart won. I wanted the Florida Panthers to move on, and I, can't, I just can't believe they swept them. And this is what I'm talking about last week. This is good for either the Golden Knights or the Dallas Stars at this point, whoever moves on. Um, that's good for us. You know, you, you, they're not in the rhythm anymore that they were in. Um... Uh, the, the Panthers, that being, you know, they've gone almost a fucking. If this game, if this series between the Stars and the Knights goes seven, you've had probably over a week off from playing hockey. I'm sure they practice. I'm sure they scrimmage. I'm sure they get some high school team they can beat the shit out of to, you know, for morale. <laughs> um, no, I don't know if they do that last part, but. You know, you got to figure that's going to be good for whoever's coming in because we're still in our stride. 
you know? It's like, it's like going to work, you know, and on your lunch break you take a nap. That nap is 50-50. You know what I mean? You're either going to wake up from that nap on your lunch break and be like, fuck, I needed that, thank you. So, or you're going to wake up and be like, that fucked me even further. Now I'm even more tired than I was before I took the nap because I am so tired. You know, it's kind of like that thing. I guess it's 50-50. They could come out after having that rest and be hot as fuck. Or they could come out after having that rest, recuperating and not just not be in, in sync with each other. You know, excuse me. I'm trying to sniffle a lot less, but I, I had to listen back to last week's episode, and I, I apologize. I'm sorry for all the sniffles. The allergies are coming. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, so yeah, Florida moving on. My Dallas Stars, last I left you guys, what were we down? 2 nothing. Going into that next game, we went down 3 nothing. We lost so freaking bad. And I was ready to come on here and just fucking blast Jamie Ben uh, for what he did. That was just stupid. It was just stupid. That resulted in nothing but awfulness for us. Um, <clears throat> I get it. I do get it. He's he's amped up. He's engaged. He's trying to you know pump the team up. Uh, yeah. As he knows by now, yeah, that's not the way to do it. Knocking him down to the ice, that would have been good enough for me. The fact that he fell on him with the cross check to the neck, like, oh, God. Um, you know, Jamie Benn isn't known around the league as the cleanest player, I will say that. But I, that was above and beyond. I've never seen him do I've seen him sit on guys in the middle of the game, and I always think to myself, not that I want it to be called, but why is this not getting called? Like, why Why is he sitting on top of their player? <laughs> it's just like Ben is laughing, and the other player's like, get the fuck off me. Or like um, Alexiak, <laughs> when we played Seattle, dude, Jamie Ben had him in this, like, death grip headlock, and <laughs> until the revs came over, Alexiak couldn't, couldn't get him off. And you can see Alexiak after the refs finally, like, you know, separate him. Alexiak's underneath him. He's like, get the fuck off of me. You know, like, I'm always surprised that shit is never called. I don't know if that's good for the game. Is that how the NHL sees it when Jamie Benn sits his ass on top of another player and they can't move? Um, yeah, I don't know. And, you know, the thing I loved about... <clears throat> this last game, the series at this point in time, is three to two. Vegas still, but Dallas has won the last two. We get Jamie Benn back tomorrow. Um, that's going to be a huge lift. Uh, it it just shows the love that this team has for him, for their captain. They didn't want his season to end that way, and God damn it, it didn't. He's coming back. He's got another shot. And all I can hope for is that Jamie Benn is a little bit more rested. He's a little bit more healthy. And I don't know if you guys remember, um, but when he came back from injury, Jamie Benn went on a fucking tear. Like, he, he didn't, you know, score a hat trick every game or anything, but he's getting a goal for, like, the next four, five, six games after he came back in almost every damn game or an assist contributing. So with him coming back... 
that might be a little bit of a momentum boost. Um, it's going to really suck for Jamie Ben though, if we lose this next game, because it's going to be like, well, fucking Ben is the problem. We won the other two without him, and now we can't win one with him. Um, but if he has a breakout game, uh, it's, it's going to be huge. I'm going to take another drink. Cheers, everybody. As I sweat my face off. It's not that bad yet. Not yet, anyway. Um, so, yeah, lo lots of fucking drama in this series, man. I, I mean, they expected it to be over. Vegas did. A lot of Stars fans expected it to be over. It just swept. We're done. Um, I, I love the pushback. I love the pushback. Even if we lost that game four, the way we were playing in that game, uh, really fucking good. And that's the thing about it. I think that's the refrain in the locker room. Is Aside from game three, we've been in every fucking game. We've skated with them stride for stride. We just haven't had the bounces go our way. Now, you got to think, going into game six, is Vegas spent? Did they try so hard to just, you know, it's like a boxer. I always relate things to boxing. I don't know why. It's that fucking game. It gets in my head. But it's got a lot of good metaphors. It's like, you know, Mike Tyson is a, a big puncher. You know, but if he can last till the fourth round, he's already thrown all his haymakers and like he's out of steam by this point. It's the fucking rope dope. You know, the Muhammad Ali rope dope. Come on, big George, throw everything you can at me. And then once he starts losing steam, you clock him with the one two and he's down. You know? I'm wondering now. Um if that's what's going on. If Vegas is kind of spent a little bit. Now they've got to travel back to Dallas. Um, we get to come home. Sleep in our beds. Sleep with our wives. Our girlfriends on the side. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm as shocked as probably the rest of you. But I'm very happy. And in that game last night, the fight that the guys had. And we're getting scoring from, from just different people, which you have to have. Now, since Pavelski came back, I mean, Sagan's pretty much gone cold, gone silent in the scoring department. Um, I, I know he's been replaced on the, you know, the power play or whatever spot he took for Pavelski while he was out. Um, and that does affect it, but, it, you know, you would think you could get it five on five. And I just got to say, dude, that Vegas fucking power play is awful. I've never, they look, they look like a little league team when they go on the power play. Like, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if, you know, Vegas was like, you know, someone takes a high stick on Vegas and they're, the ref's like, oh, that's out, blow the whistle. Dude's fucking bleeding all over the ice for Vegas. He's like, no, ref, we're good. He didn't even hit me. We're good. It's like, are you just saying that to not have to go on the power play because you guys suck at the power play? No, dude, he didn't, he didn't even touch me. But you're bleeding on the ice. Do you realize that? Um, yeah, that, that looks bad. 
they're great five on five, but when it comes to the power play, they don't know what the fuck to do. And that coach on their bench is just like frustrated at every turn. It's kind of funny. It's kind of funny because I get it. And we've been there before where we can't fucking score on the power play. And it's just a bummer because, you know, that's the other dude. If Vegas had a, a top power play, they would have already swept us. They would already be in the final. Because, that, I mean, that's the extra step, that extra level. You know, that's that extra push the other team has to come back from. And, dude, that game last night, man, I'm just so proud of this team. I would have had uh, definitely something different to say if they got swept. It doesn't look like the same team that beat Minnesota. It doesn't look like the same team that clawed back to beat Seattle. We just look bad. You know, if we got swept. And, and the sad part is we didn't play bad hockey those first two games. It was a bloop and a blast in that first one in overtime, and it was over. And Pavelski's just staring out at the ice like, how the fuck did that happen? It's like, well, you got to move past it. You know? And we did. Um... But your Dallas Stars have the chance to make history. Unbelievable. Getting close. I mean, yeah, they could get beat next game and that will be that. No one will ever mention it again. But, dude, if we can pull this last one, this game six out. Come out on fire game seven. I think we have the momentum right now. It's like, you know, fucking Vegas had us in a chokehold and they just can't. They can't fucking put us away. And that that comes into... And I said the same thing in the first round with Minnesota. I said the same damn thing. Because Minnesota came out so hard and physical and trying to just drive us through the fucking boards by game three. They're fucking tired. And this series starts to turn around and stars start to skate past them and score more goals. And, you know, like, it happens, man. So I, I kind of wonder if Vegas has just gone too hard trying to get us out, and now we're here. Um, no, I got—I didn't even mention this. The throwing the shit on the ice, uh, game three. That's those aren't Stars fans. I'm just gonna go at. Go ahead and say those aren't fucking Stars fans. Those are people who got tickets to the hottest show in town right now. And they're upset that they didn't fucking... And I get it. I get it. I see both sides. I get being upset. I spent 300 fucking dollars on my ticket and they're getting blown. I get it. Uh, but that's an embarrassment, dude. When, when Toronto did that shit... To, to sport jump real quick. When Toronto did that shit when we beat them... No, we actually didn't beat them that game. We scored a go-ahead run. They trashed their fucking field. And they ended up beating us. But, you know, that that's the kind of negative like connotation Toronto baseball has in my mind. Oh, if they lose, they're just going to throw shit on the fucking field. Bunch of babies. You know, so I, I, don't, I don't identify with those people who did that. Um, I don't like it. I wish you wouldn't have. Uh, if that's how you're going to fucking act, just stay home. 
You know, I get it. It's it's not ideal. We're fucking getting our ass kicked. I understand. Um, but I just, I don't identify with those people. Those people don't re represent me. And, and my Dallas Stars fandom. Um, in general, they don't rep... Oh, God damn, they almost got a fucking wreck. In general, they don't represent me. They don't represent the, the fucking fan base. Dallas Stars fan base. They don't represent us. It was just a bad fucking game. I mean, hey, the hate on Ottinger, too, for one fucking game. It's like, do you guys realize we wouldn't even be here right now? He can't say this is the same thing I said in the first round. I'm glad that Ottinger has it in him to save 40 fucking goals, 40 fucking shots. I appreciate that. That's great. But could we do something to not let them get that many fucking shots? So he doesn't have to save 40 a game because when you start saving 40 a game and you get into game seven, you're fucking tired. You've done all the fucking splits and... I mean, it happens. It's just like... Um, just like a rotation in baseball, man. If you can get that starting pitcher out, you can get to that bullpen. If you can get that bullpen guy out, you can get to the next. You can run through their shit, stack it up against them. By the time you know, by the time the last game of the series comes, they ain't got nobody left. There's nobody to relieve. Okay, we have one guy, but he just played last night. He's still tired. We're not used to this short recovery. You know, you get an advantage. Um, I'm not saying my Dallas Stars are going to win this series, but God dang, I hope they do. We would make freaking history, dude. And I'm going to go ahead and call it out right now. If my Dallas Stars pull this one out and they win in Game 7, which it's going to take to move on to the next round, if Florida ain't stopping us, dude, I'm sorry, but being down 3-0, that kind of momentum, making history... Florida's not going to stop us. We're going to fucking run through them. If we make it. I think, you know, I think whoever wins this series, it's going to be a head-heart thing. Whoever wins this series, my head says wins the cup. But my heart says, as long as it's not versus Dallas, my heart still wants Florida to win. Now, if it's Florida-Dallas, the final, I want Florida to lose every game and play the worst hockey they've played all season. You know, that's just because I got my team in the fight. But if it's Vegas, Florida, I, I, I really want Florida after everything they've done, after the teams they've put out, and in the fashion they put them out. I mean, they were down against Boston like two games to nothing early. In the, like, that should have been it. They should have won a game or two, and then the, they're just bounced. Um, but they kept fighting. I see a lot of similarities between the Florida Panthers and the Dallas Stars. Um... That, that will to win, you know, um, never giving up no matter how bad the fucking odds are. And, I, you know, in years past, dude, I've not seen the fight from this team. Like, years past, any year past, if we would have played that game four, we would have just gotten rolled over and everybody would be bitching right now. And I'd be on here talking about how fucking little of a fight we put up and... I'm really happy with this fight that we've put up, regardless of the outcome. I'm really fucking happy because at least at the end of the day, you can say, you know, we put it, we literally put it all out there. We have nothing left to give. Um, Robertson coming alive, dude. 
He's getting back to it took him two series. Finally, in his third series, he's getting back to his old self, but he's doing the Robertson things. He's getting in those positions. He even a, a, a flutter puck smacked out of midair is going in for him at this point because he's in the right position. You get rewarded. Um, Suter, man, I, I don't know. That needs work. But I will say this. Um, I see I see what everybody's talking about with Suter. I see how boneheaded a plays he's making. But let me just throw this out there, just as, as the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, so far in these past two games, the Stars have covered up our deficiencies, which Suter being one of those. You know, it sucks, but he is at times. I've seen him make good plays too. Um, but every team, here's the light at the end of the tunnel, every team has deficiencies. Every team has weaknesses. Um, up until the past two games, and I would say probably even uh, last night's game, Aiden Hill for the Vegas Golden Knights looks f like a goddamn world beater. This guy was a backup. But he's got that whole Bishop thing going or that whole Vasilevsky thing going. He's such a big guy. He covers so much of the net. And he's pretty fucking athletic. It's hard to get one past him. But we actually made him look human last game, and that's that's good to see. Because I know we can score goals. It's just, are we going to? Um, so that's what's going on in the NHL. I was fully prepared, obviously, after game three to be like, all right, well, let's write our new show notes for this week coming up. It's going to be a lot of sad Dallas Stars notes, things we didn't do, the fight we didn't fight, but we're we're still in. Playing on fucking Memorial Day tomorrow. I think it's a 7 o'clock start time. We'll have to see. We'll have to see if the fucking NHL set it for 1.39 p.m. with a puck drop of 1.43. <laughs> Just these fucking random ass times. Uh, it should be at 7, I would think. It, only series going on. This is the only bad part about being so deep in the playoffs and having another team through is like I was used to getting every other night of hockey. Now it's spaced out every other night. Um, but this series is coming to a close, man. It's it's coming down to the wire. I'm just I'm thinking the stars have momentum. Vegas has thrown their haymakers. Uh, they're trying to recover a little bit. Um, I, I love the way we're playing. I don't know. Let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody. I don't spill it all down my face. Jeez. Act like you've had a drink before. Good Lord. All right. Uh, is that going to do it for me? Nah, we're at 30 minutes. All right, guys. That's it for me. Uh, be safe. Don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Go Stars. Uh, go Rangers, man. The Rangers have been on a tear. The Stars being in the position they're in, I haven't had a chance to really talk about the Rangers. Um, but they're on a tear. Bruce Bochy said, uh, you know, yeah, he's talking about his previous teams. You know, they won a lot of 2-1 games, one nothing games. Those are grueling, hard-fought, grinding games. So he was asked about this Texas Rangers offense that just keeps lighting other teams up. 12 runs, 16 runs, 8 runs. And Bruce Bochy said this offense is definitely going to help him live a lot longer. So <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. I fucking love Bruce Bochy, man. What a hell of a manager. 
Oh my God. And he has been for years. I'm just so thankful to have him. I'm so thankful to have this lineup, the pitching staff, the pitchers. I mean, uh, yeah, we're, we're looking pretty good. So go Rangers, go stars game fucking six tomorrow, man in Dallas. That could be huge for us at being in Dallas home cooking one more back to Vegas. Uh, maybe we can get them in a game seven, a bloop and a blast, and it's over, dude. History made. How fucking incredible would that be? And if that does happen, dude, Florida's not stopping us. Florida is not stopping us. As good as they've played, as much as I admire them and like what they did, I think we're just going to come through like a fucking hot knife through butter, dude. Uh, anyways, let's finish these off. Cheers, everybody. I will talk to you fucking next week. Hopefully I'll be letting you know how uh, how the Stanley Cup final is going for my stars. Hopefully. Um, be safe out there, guys. Don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Call DoorDash. Just be safe. It's not worth it. There's too many resources to not be a drunken asshole on the road. Uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. I already finished my drink. Hopefully you finished yours. Bye!